Welcome to the Calm Compass podcast, your guide to navigating anxious and busy minds. I'm your host, Jennifer Parker, a social worker and stress and anxiety coach. And alongside my coaching work, I'm also a mother and carer and managing my own overwhelm and stress is a necessity so I don't burn out. And in season five, we're going to go even deeper into the relationship you have with anxiety and stress as a mother and caregiver and how you can support yourself around the Christmas season. This season is proudly sponsored by my free guide, How to Stop the Shit and Keep Your Cool as a Mother and Carer. The Come Compass podcast offers educational content intended solely for information purposes. Our episodes draw from research, personal experiences, and expert interviews. However, they are not a replacement for professional advice. Hello and welcome to today's podcast episode. I'm so excited to talk to you just in regards to anxiety and how we might be how anxiety could be impacting the chaos that is in your life, in your reality. And so this is something that we hear a lot about anxiety in this modern world. We hear that, oh, I'm, I, I, am, ang- I am anxious. I, I, I feel it. I think it. All of these different things. And we have to first understand what is anxiety. And so when we really understand what it is, and we can understand that you can either be someone who experiences anxious feelings and anxious thoughts, but you may be someone who is not clinically um, diagnosed with anxiety, but you can relate to this because you are someone who is a very ambitious person, but you're in that um, anxious feelings all of the time. So again, thank you so much for coming to today's podcast episode. And really, we're going to delve into how anxiety is impacting the chaos that is within your life. So let's look at really about anxiety. So first of all, anxiety is when those anxious feelings that you experience, they don't go away, right? And there's no real clear cause of it. And it's basically when your body is responding to a threat, this could be a real threat or a perceived threat, okay? And so anxious people may notice that things like their breathing increases. So what happens is maybe when they're breathing really quickly and they're they're experiencing that real feeling of being anxious is they're breathing through upper respiratory. So they're sort of, it's very shallow they may notice other physical sensations within their body. It could be that you're experiencing butterflies or tension in your stomach, and you may experience other physical um, sensations within your body. And you can really, you know it within yourself. And sometimes though we can become a little bit desensitized to those um, symptoms. And it's really about what are those symptoms within my body when I'm experiencing feeling anxious? Okay, so that is what anxiety is. But we also have to understand what is actually an anxiety disorder. Okay, so an anxiety disorder is when anxiety affects a person's life, but it prevents them in all aspects within their domain. Okay, so it it may impact on your ability to engage with maybe your friends. It could impact on work and family. And what we also have to 
understand about anxiety disorders is in Australia, 3 million Australians are living with anxiety. That's a lot of people, right? And so anxiety is the most common mental health condition in Australia. So that's one in four people will experience anxiety at some stage within their life. So we have to understand what it is and how we can support ourselves, right? So I'm really going to quickly go through this. And if really you want more information, it's really about understanding that this is not therapy. This is not, um, this is all giving you some support as well. So types of anxiety disorder where there is what's called generalized anxiety disorder. And so that involves an excessive and persistent state of worry concerning various aspects of life, um, could be including fear of worrying about yourself, right? Then you have what's called social anxiety disorder. Now, this is more refers to anxiety experienced in social settings, right? You know, you may find that going to a particular social um, setting is really um, anxiety provoking for you. Um, driving in um, certain, like getting there, you can feel that your body is tensing up and having those conversations, maybe even just going out in public, that could be for you, your social anxiety. And we've really got to understand that these are disorders and impact in all aspects, not just a feeling of sometimes that worry. These are the disorders. Okay, so panic disorder encompasses those reoccurring panic attacks and that apprehension around potential and future episodes of panic. Um, There's agoraphobia, which is the characteristics by anxiety related to the possibility of experiencing a panic attack in particular situations accompanied by a feeling of being unable to escape or receive assistance. So a really good example could be that agoraphobia could be that you don't like small confined spaces and that creates that physical sensation. So what we've got to understand is that the brain is so powerful that it creates this reality that maybe when you're in a particular small space or even what others may not consider small you feel that you're trapped and you have what's called a panic attack. Your heart rate um, escalates and, and it's, it's quite um, exhausting. It's, quite, it's very, you, you, it, it's, it's, it's a lot. Um, obsessive compulsive disorder. So entails anxious thoughts leading to the development of obsessive behaviors and completing rituals and actions, right? And It could be that you've got to, because you've got, um, and sometimes we have um, more obsessive compulsive traits, like we might be a little bit um, particular about certain things, which is very different. It might be that because of of a particular trauma that you have experienced, that you have an obsessive compulsive disorder. It could be that, you know, some people might be that they've gone through trauma, they're washing their hands so many times. And as a result, maybe their hands are really, um, that they've actually scraped the whole layer of their skin off. You know, everyone's very different. So understand this, this is not therapy. We've got to understand that anxiety could be impacting your ability of life. So when we look at more of the physical sensations of what anxiety is, so what we've got to understand with the brain is your, your thinking brain 
creates your reality, right? So you're thinking a particular thought pattern and the anxiety is more around also not just the thinking, but the feeling that you have within your body. So when we're looking at how anxiety could be impacting in the chaos of your life, if you're feeling and thinking really worrying thoughts, you're, you're worried about the past, you're worried about you know what that person is thinking of you, that causes you to maybe have physical sensations in your body of, you know, you're not just breathing quickly, but that's impacting on your other aspects of your health, the ability to go out. You're so focused on what others are doing. You're so focused on one aspect, you know, and how that's also contributing to your physical health as well. Maybe you get, you're more prone to getting ill. You're more prone to feeling sick, you ruminate on particular things, etc. So what we've got to understand that a lot of people are anxious. They experience feeling anxious. So there's the feeling of anxiety within our body. And it may be that you're someone who has what you would consider like a very overactive mind. You're always thinking about certain things because if you are being completely honest with yourself, if you stand still for a moment, that feels foreign. So you've always got a tendency maybe to do something a bit more. And we'll, we'll go into that in another episode. But signs of, you know, stress. So we've got to understand that the anxiety that we experience um, we may experience stress. So Heightened anxiety levels can impede our focus. They can impact on our ability to sleep. So that may we may not be sleeping because we're thinking and we're worried about particular things that have not happened or they are, they may not even be in the reality, but we're so worried and concerned about those. And so we may have feelings of irritability, anger. We may have, we may be feeling really impatient. You know, you might be feeling wound up. Um, you feel um, really overburdened, you feel overwhelmed by your expectations and responsibilities of what you have to do, that it feels very heavy. You you feel like you've got um, a weight on your shoulders. And so you've got these frequent feelings of being um, worried and nervous and having you know that fear that's coming within your reality. And so what happens is you're engaging in what's called busyness as a way of escape to maybe avoid that discomfort as well. So when we're really looking at the anxiety and how it could be impacting in the chaos of your life is as hard as it is to hear, we do create our own reality from our internal thoughts and processes. And sometimes we are creating the same patterns because we're doing the same behaviors over and over again. We're in the same environment. We're in the same um, workplace. Um, you know, something anchors us to always think a particular, um, maybe, you know, a, a thought that doesn't feel really good. So we're, we're worried about maybe um, our family. We're worried about our health. We're worried about what's going to happen. And so when we've got all of these things, they are absolutely contributing to what you would consider chaos. So chaos, you know, I like to call about like we've all got chaos within our life, but sometimes we just, we see it, we we acknowledge it 
and we are able to also know the tool of letting go. But sometimes when we are so focused on anxiety of that those feelings, it impacts that. It impacts our ability and we we feel like we've got to hold on really, really tightly because it feels like if we hold on really tight, we have control of the outcome. And through this season, we're going to really be going deeper into this whole topic of, you know, why, you know, how anxiety is impacting the ability of my quality of life, how it's impacting on the chaos that I may be having. So when I talk about chaos, everyone's chaos is going to look, feel, and sound completely different. It could be that you have a lot of expectations on you and you have a lot of, you're juggling a lot of hats. So you might be someone who's a mother, someone who has a career, and you're also trying to maintain relationships. But if you're really quite honest with yourself, you notice that you just want something that's going to make you feel really good. And so you might avoid the chaos just to make yourself feel good instead of understanding what 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 am I noticing with these common threads? Um, because if we're already waking up feeling quite overwhelmed, anxious, stressed, triggered by our children, for example, then our anxiety levels are going to increase throughout the day and we're going to create, you know, this is this is crap. This is not, you know, I I I am I am just an anxious person. My life is just like this. Instead of really understanding, okay, if I want a different reality, I actually have to change something. And there is no perfect time to change your life. If you're if you're going, well, it's it's school holidays. I'm a mum. There is no perfect time, right? Your ego and your mind will always want to draw you back into what it perceives as safety because changing is feels scary, even though it is the best for you because it's just how evolution and our brain has been hardwired. So changing is incredibly difficult. So when we're really wanting to change maybe the um, the impacts and the influences that contributed to our um, feelings of overwhelm and stress, what we've really got to understand is we've got to change things. And that starts by routines and rituals first thing in the morning. So it could be that you don't have a lot of time, but you might have five minutes. Five minutes really can anchor you into a different state of how you are choosing to um, anchor into this new reality of yourself. So it could be that you spend five minutes with breath work anchoring into how you are choosing to spend that day, how I am choosing to show up. And so you're really creating this new reality. You're you're creating new neural pathways, but you've got to do this again and again and again and again and again. And what happens is our mind will go, it's not working. Stop. Do this. Stop. Do this. Right? We'll, we'll go on to the next thing and again and again. I'm saying this because I know, because I do this <laughs> and I have to go, hang on a minute, stop. And we have a tendency to almost look at what isn't working, what we don't like within our life, and we continue to see the same results over and over and over again. Instead, what we can do 
to change that chaos within our life is starting the day in a different reality. Your mind will go, oh, just sleep, just put on the snooze button. Even if it's five minutes, five minutes to really anchor into how you're going to start that day and that you do have to create different behaviors and you do have to anchor into a new reality and you have to keep reminding yourself, okay? And what we've got to understand about overwhelm and stress is when we're saying anxiety, there's anxiety disorder, as I said earlier in the episode, and there are the feelings of feeling stressed and anxious. And we've got to know the difference between them. And if you do have an anxiety disorder, you need to go to a mental health professional. But it's also understanding that you need to anchor into new um, behaviors. You need to anchor into changing how you think and changing the the biology of those chemicals that are basically pulsating in your body. Okay, the hormones that are pulsating in your body. And and when we start doing things like that over and over again, then what we perceive as chaotic, it doesn't trigger us. It doesn't feel chaotic anymore. It just feels like it it's not, it's just it's it's part of our reality, but it doesn't feel as triggering as well. So if you found this um podcast um helpful, please give us a five-star review. Thank you so much for coming to today's episode. Thank you for listening to the Calm Compass podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends on social media and tag us at Real Vision Life Coaching. We would love you to tag us on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn. This season is proudly sponsored by my free guide, How to Stop the Shit and Keep Your Cool as a Mother and Carer. Enjoy the episode again.